Of course. This is a good start. Of course. Well, people need to know. I think they should know already. We're authentic. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just keyed a new word because it, it's like got that heavy Texas draw in it. Authentic. All. All, all authentic. Yeah, we're all authentic. Wow. And not just a few of us, but we're all authentic here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's something. So, okay, what, David, thank you for joining. Yep. Um, We've got a, a special landing page that we built for David. Yeah. We don't take money.org yeah. slash David D. D. D slash D. Slash D. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining, D. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it's great to be here. <clears throat> I, since we're being authentic, this is at least the third take of this podcast. <laughs> Not because we're inauthentic, but because no. technology has let us down yeah. on two previous takes. Yeah, they were. We, we had two good takes, and for some reason, the computer kind of crashed on me. Yeah, and that's not to say that Michael didn't give us the good equipment because he did. Michael, thank you again for all the equipment that you've set us up with. Yeah, we just can't thank Michael enough. No, no. We also really appreciate Raycon for providing all the (laughs) exactly Raycon Recon. I you know, and let me just tell you guys what that text was. It's it was from a person named Alice, and it said, "Hi, this is hi Emily. This is Alice. Alice. How much you selling that house for?" What, how did people get my number for self? I mean, follow-up question: <laughs> Does do you have a parent or a relative whose name? No, is I Emily? do get texts for my father. I, I also get that, those texts. Yes, yeah, I and do. I, I usually make a pretty steep Wait, ask hang on. for the house. You get texts from Reese's dad? No, no. I I don't believe that you really thought that though. You know, I think we can continue with this kind of conversation for like twenty more seconds before yeah. the listeners would then just yeah. say, Okay, they're not gonna do an episode. Yeah, we'll this is honestly, a joke episode. Yeah. Yeah, honestly we should probably just like we gotta we should David just hard hard yeah. pivot into it. Hard pivot. Put the left foot in the and we're gonna take a right. Why are you here, David? Because this is my home. No. <laughs> the reason that I am here on this yeah. podcast yeah. is a question that I brought up to the fellas um, yesterday, I believe. A uh, question passed on from one of my coworkers. Now, this coworker and I, over the last month or so, have been um, fellowshipping about our faith. You know, she's also a Christian, and uh, so she she had the opportunity to uh, catch one of our our meetings by Zoom. And afterwards, I was asking her what she thought, and she said. My baseline question as a believer for the last however long has been, do I follow Jesus or do I worship Jesus? Or or what is the Christian life really about between these two things, following and worshiping? And she said, and after listening to to y'all in your meeting and, and to you talk to me, it seems that you and your church have a thought about becoming Jesus. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, I, I brought this up to the fellas to see where, you know, where we, where, where they each lie on the following versus the worshiping and, and where do we fit this idea of becoming Jesus into that, uh, that, that continuum. Yeah. I, I personally hadn't, hadn't, um, ever heard someone bring up that kind of dichotomy, but after it was, after, you know, you brought it up to us, I thought, oh, wow, that's like a. There, there's following 
Christians and there's worshiping Christians. I like I, I can now see those categories among right. believers. And, and the way I was thinking of it, and we talked about this earlier, um, I I always thought it like you know there's like the church focused kind of Christian, and then there's the outreach focused Christian. Like, is the Christian life about rendering God the proper worship? And we talked about uh, was it John John four twenty three right. twenty four maybe yeah. it's twenty two, like the Father is seeking for true worshipers, right? right. Um, is the Christian life about rendering God the proper worship primarily, or is it about going to all the nations and, and like a, a outward, you know, a being Jesus to others? A, like I, it's, a, it's not about what I do in this building with the pastor. It's about bringing Jesus to the world. Um, so based on your framing, and I, I don't want to jump over you, Will, here, but, but just based on the way you frame that, don't want to put words in your mouth. Please stop me when I'm wrong. But it seems like I would say that your your thought of a worshiping Christian is maybe maybe a little negative, or at least maybe that that's a little bit more of a selfish way to have a Christian life. It's very me focused. What can you know uh, inward facing type yeah. of thing. Whereas it's you know this kind of more noble aspect of of preaching of mm-hmm. going out. It's an out versus an in. Is that wrong or no? Yeah, and I, I think I'm I'm uh, I'm biased because what when I was a when I was a, a wee lad a wee lad in high school um, I, I I wanted to be a missionary um, and I kind of frowned upon those who had more of a church focus like I didn't see the point of wanting to be a pastor one day and my friends who wanted to be pastors I'm like. Why would you want to speak to people who already believe? Like, they've got the gospel, they're going to heaven. So, you know, what's really the point yeah. of that? So to me, it was like, it was always like the missionary side is is is, is the goal, is the key. And that's like, if you're a legit Christian, you're going to be a missionary, not a pastor. Um, I don't know if, Will, you had any. Yeah, actually, so originally I had this thought, was that worship was something that people viewed as like a subjective thing where it's like you want a feeling you you uh you know you want to go to church and you live for the music you live for the worship service right Mm um so i originally had that thought and then on the other side following was more like the rules yeah people said you know, I follow a set of uh, you know, I just follow the new set of rules that Jesus laid out that maybe weren't the Old Testament, but they were the new. Now this is the New Testament rules. But actually, as we've talked a little bit and I've thought about it further, I think I'm actually. I think there's a, the other side. I mean, I think you can swap those things huh. to where it's like because I, I have this friend. Actually, this is why it made me think of it. I've got this friend who, if someone brings up religion or whatever, he won't say he's a Christian. He'll say, I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm. And the reason he says that is because he wants everyone to know that he's not part of a dead religion. Huh. He follows a person, a real person. He's got a, it's a rel- you know, it's the whole thing. It's not a religion, it's a relationship. Yeah. And I feel like if you looked at it that way, uh-huh. and then you could say worship as more of like an awe-filled, objective, God is my master, God is the creator, God is all-powerful... And he deserves my worship. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me would be actually, you'd flip them to where maybe worship isn't objective, but you're worshiping just like someone would worship an idol. 
in, in the sense of like it's outside of you. Hmm. Whereas following would be something that is more like if you're following the person Jesus, like my friend, yeah. like that context is like I'm following something more inward. Yeah, I you know maybe this is an interesting. I mean, I like the way you framed that the the out versus the in, and you know, I guess to kind of keep us oriented here, we are on we're defining where what we think of with these two kind of ends of a continuum that that you know based on my friend's question of of worshiping versus following. I guess my thought when I first heard that when she first asked me that is you know who is who is the target of of those thing of those two activities. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it, certainly if uh, our target if, of worship should be God, right? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and it seems like maybe the target of following Jesus is more other people, especially like you were saying, Reese, like unsaved people. Uh-huh. But what, what do you guys think about that? Or, I mean, is that a fair way to characterize it or... Yeah, I think I think it could be framed as I mean that's kind of how I viewed it in the past. Right. It's like a more selfish, and I, I don't think selfish is the right way to say it. It's it's God focused. God focused. God focused versus people focused. Like, yeah. is it about you know like you know there's the typical like Calvinists are all about the glory of God. It's about rendering God glory. That's yeah. the highest aim of humanity is to glorify God. Yeah. Um, but then there's kind of more the Baptist. Thought, which you know, th- this is—it's an unfair way to characterize both because Calvinists preach the gospel and, and Baptists worship. But it's like you know, there's maybe more of a, a focus on, on evangelism among Baptists, and it's like all about saving people from hell, getting them into heaven. Like, is the is the Christian life about? Uh, and you know, this is kind of the Luther versus Calvin thing. Luther was all about man's salvation. Calvin was all about God's glory. Like that's their starting points. Like, how is man justified? That's Luther's thought. And Calvin's like, how is God glorified? And how is you know, he's like started from predestination and worked to salvation. Luther started from salvation and worked back to predestination. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, where are we? What's the aim? What's the goal? And what do we? How do we participate? You know, in that. I guess is the. Yep, I think I think I would agree. I mean, like, yeah, the worship of God is, yeah, worship is more man focused and following I mean I'm just thinking of the examples here but the most of the examples you get of like following Jesus I mean I'm thinking of even the people that couldn't make it it's like that that span of stories it's like the rich the rich young ruler huh the Lord's like if you want to follow me oh yeah right sell all your things and then the other guy what what, he wanted to go bury his dad right right it's like I want to follow you but my dad just died yeah so I'd like to go bury him And and it's like to me Yes, that thought is focused on probably other people, but maybe also like salvation. Actually, their focus was maybe eternal life, wasn't it? Was that their questions? How can I? That was certainly the rich young ruler's question: was what What should I do to obtain eternal life? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, "Follow me." And then, you know. So, yeah. do you, what do you think about your friend? When you first presented the question to me, I was thinking your friend. I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe it's maybe we're we're trying way too hard to put these two things in a box because, right. like, I think we kind of already talked about before. Like, I I don't think any of us have really considered these terms. Like, yeah. even though you, now you think like this is what you felt like growing up, yeah, or whatever. It's like I don't know if we actually considered the terms of like well, they're versus each other or one or the yeah. other. Well, I I did have many friends, and I I was on this boat too I've read books like Radical and other things where 
there's this thought of there's just being a Christian, a church going good Christian versus someone who's really following Jesus. Mm. And that's kind of what those stories bring out. It's like, or they'll use those stories yeah. and it's like, are you a real follower or are you just someone who's like Christian by name? You've got the cross necklace. Yeah. Like you're about that. Um, and I think, but so what your friend brought up that she was kind of impressed with, I, and I think um, this is what we, that, I don't know. This is this is kind of maybe where we need to hone in on is right. there's an there's an issue when you're a big follower of Jesus focuser, um, in that it can still be an objective thing. What that ends up becoming is you being a you're basically trying to conform to the thought of what a proper Christian is. You're trying. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, so just one more bit of context on our conversation that led to this was I uh, I I mentioned that. I had been disappointed recently in an interaction I'd had at work that, and I recognized my disappointment. And I said the primary root of me being disappointed after this interaction was that I recognized that that I was the one who was living, not Jesus. Hmm. And and my friend asked me, "Well, what would it mean for Jesus to live in that relationship?" And I said. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have offended this person as I did. Um, but, but I said, you know, that is the question that we all want, right? We want to know what Jesus would do, so that we can do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I said that that's that that is such a trap. I think a lot of times for us as believers is, you know, we're so we are earnest. We we want to please God, and you know, we know. Who, who pleases God but his son? This is my son, he says. Yeah. Hear him. And, and we, so we think, well, I just got to do exactly whatever Jesus would do at my state government job. <laughs> but that's not covered in the Gospels. And so we're, we're here trying to extrapolate what the Lord would do. Yeah. But what I tried to direct her and what I need to direct myself into the experience of is that what is the Lord doing? Yeah, you know, I mean, we know from the Word that Jesus is in us, and Paul said that that his life was Christ, whatever that would mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, the Lord, has a way to live out in in my job and in all of our actual practical on the ground situations. Yeah. But we need to let Him do that. Anyway, I, yeah. I, I don't want to monopolize, but this yeah. is that's kind of where. You know that's where we headed with our conversation with my friend, and and I think that's probably the direction we need to look at here. Yeah, yeah. There's the um, I'm running that verse. I don't know exactly where it is. So it's in John. It's maybe five thirty, uh, or maybe earlier in chapter five of John. But at one point, when the Lord's describing kind of the way that He presently, or the way He lived on the earth, He says, "You know, I, I, whatever the Son sees the Father doing." You know how that verse is. That's what he does. Anyone know where that verse is? Yeah, it's 519. The son can do nothing for himself except what he sees the father doing. For whatever that one does, these things the son does in like manner. Yeah. So the Lord was like always watching the father. Right. He he wasn't like, he didn't get the script prior. He didn't have like, okay, I'm, I'm a perfect human being. Thus, my living will be like a imitation of what the father does. Exactly. He was getting like a live feed of the father, you know, and he was mimicking in that sense, like letting the father govern his present actions. He always had to look to the father. And that's really what the Lord wants us to have is 
because if he did say, you know, give us that that version of the this the gospel of like, hey, this is uh, how you work at this government job in case your boss says something right. like this, then you would no longer need to be looking to the Lord in that situation. Exactly. And so the point is like the purpose, and I think your colleague brought this up. The purpose of the Christian life is not to have a good living, a following of Jesus, quote unquote, like something that looks like him, but it's it is for you to become Christ and Christ to become you like for your living to be Christ's living again and vice versa I mean that's that's what Christ wants on the earth he wants a body he wants himself in all of us right so yeah yeah no I, I think all that is, is great I think honing in on that as well I think one of the questions I was thinking about is like how mm. so it's like okay we have we have somewhat of the what of like what what does that mean that we're not follow, we're not necessarily following or worship, but we're becoming. Yeah, so I think we're kind of honing in on that. Like, what does that actually look like? It means like, okay, in our government state job, we're we're living out Christ. Yeah, and so I was like just considering like, okay, how does that how does that happen? And the verse that came to me was John fifteen four, which was abide in me and I in you the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine so neither can you unless you abide in me mm-hmm. so it's like we are becoming by being attached yeah by being in fellowship i mean that verse you know verse specifically says abiding so i think that's the other way to phrase it but like yeah i don't know i was just kind of thinking along those lines it's like yeah in, in some ways worshiping that can be abiding yeah following i mean this is Real following is abiding. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to abide in your presence, so you're up to date what you're doing. I don't. I'm not. I'm not following what you said two thousand years ago necessarily. Yeah. Right. Or I'm not even necessarily. I guess worshiping what you said two thousand years ago or whatnot. But it's like I, I want to just abide in what you currently have. I think that's right. a little bit. I mean, a little bit of what you were saying was it's like it's not what he's. What Jesus, it's like, you know, we've talked about this before. It's not the what would Jesus do, it's well, what's it currently doing and how can I align and be with and get that live feed yeah. from him. Yeah, the, what's interesting, like the John 4, which is like the classic chapter on worship in the New Testament, the context of John 4 is he's talking about drinking, right? drinking the living water. And like the, the girl tries to shift the the Samaritan woman and then he goes back to worshiping but like the real I mean if you think about it I remember reading this in City of God um, God doesn't need quote unquote worship like our worship doesn't render God anything like you know it's not like he's in desperate need of people for his own sake just to have worship like because what he like worship the true beneficiaries of worship are the worshipers because when you worship God you're actually the New Testament way to worship is a participating in Christ it's participating in Him when we when we worship God we're not just rendering Him glory objectively we're actually drinking the living water in that moment and by doing that we get constituted with Christ He yeah. indwells us more more richly and then He can actually be lived out more then He can be followed more. So it's actually the worship following isn't dichotomy, it's the way you worship to follow through this participating. And, and I, I, I'm really glad your friend like saw that even from the meeting. It's like, that was her impression. It's like, oh, there's this third thing, this becoming Jesus, which actually is the bridge. You know? Right. 
you know. And and that's what you know. I was hoping we would get to. I'm sure we were. Uh, that that we this this third thing becoming is really the synthesis of worship and of following because uh, as as a, a brother who shepherded me a lot told me he said being a Christian is impossible only one person has ever done it <laughs> is Jesus yeah but he lives in you wow. so following Christ literally being a Christian is impossible apart from the Lord and as we see in as we see in help me out Matthew 17 is the transfiguration yeah what what does God value right he values the son what what worship do we offer to God we offer Christ to the father yeah and in in Hebrews 2 he's 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 leading the praise of the church yeah to the father so the answer to following Jesus is for Jesus to live and the answer to worshiping God is for Christ in us to offer prayers mm. that wow. we that we cooperate with that we join ourselves to so I anyway yes I'm also very encouraged that that was her takeaway from seeing our meeting right yeah. and I anyway I I hope <laughs> for myself certainly that that this will become more and more my experience that Jesus in me would be the motivating living one the dynamic action at all the parts of my life but also the the worshiping the adoring the participating one yeah. in my interaction with God yeah. anyway. Amen Amen yeah. Great. Well should we stop here this. unless anyone else has anything else did we already tell them where they could donate? Was that <laughs> we did because we built that landing page. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, let's end here before we say anything bad. <laughs>